been on a journey in which we discussed different perspectives of, of heaven. Y'all bear with me, please, today. I'm, I've got a few medicines going through me that uh, throwing me off some. But <clears throat> through this journey that we have, we are spending time thinking and teaching and praying about heaven. And why should we? That's where we're going to spend eternity. So you and I need to know something about where we're going, what's going to happen. We've already discussed things like we know it's going to be a joyous place. Because look at all the joy that we've had here on earth. And what we receive in heaven is going to be so many times greater than what we have here. We have these special events and we, don't, and we say, I don't know how it could get any better than that. Well, we're usually not thinking about heaven. And if we did, we know it's going to be better. We know it's going to be better in heaven. We know that we will recognize our loved ones. Just about every funeral that I attend, we talk about meeting families. Maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's parents, but someone very special. But as we've taken this journey, we've talked about recognizing those that are our friends, our loved ones. How do we know that? Because Jesus himself came back and he was recognized by his disciples. He was recognized by all of those that saw him. And in one place there were 500 people. They recognized Jesus. And so there is that testimony in several books, not just the four Gospels, but throughout the, the uh, Bible, we will find statements regarding Jesus Christ returning. We know that in our search for, for the peace that we have in this life, that there is no greater peace than comes from our Lord and our Savior. Many times I talk with individuals that are having a rough day or maybe a rough week, and they, they talk about the peace that they have when they go to the Lord. Friends, family are great. They're fantastic. But sometime, either during the night, or maybe you're like me and you live by yourself, sooner or later... You're going to be by yourself, except for God. And we know that His story is throughout the Bible. Jesus addresses heaven more than any other one statement. I'm only going to read a few of them. I can hear somebody say, all right, uh, amen to that one. But there are so many times that Heaven is mentioned by Jesus Christ. He has taught us about the pleasure. He has taught us about what it's going to be like when we're in heaven. We have the responsibility to grow. You know, if, if we were infants, or when we were infants, and we never learned anything more than what we had as an infant, we would miss out on so much in life. But we have grown 
we spend the 12 years going through the public schools, then many go on to secondary schools, and the learning process is always going. Well, the same thing needs to occur as we study the Word of God. We need to spend time, quiet time, quality time, in reading the Word. An athlete will work out frequently until they get their shoulder messed up, Matthew. So you got something that's going for you now. But we have, as athletes, they, they have a regular workout schedule. Worshiping with God and growing in the Word is so much more important, so much more important than our physical exercise. It's like uh, one guy said that he had cancer several years ago, and he's been living a very productive life since then. And we know that there are those examples of where cancer has been defeated. We know that it happens, and we're praying for the Eber family, for that same touch of God. But we grow when we spend time with the Lord. You know, what is the priorities that we have? What would be the priority during a normal day? The gentleman that I was just talking about that overcame cancer... His name is Dr. David Jeremiah, and he said that he had to be disciplined to do his studies each day. He would put aside the time that he needed for that day and every day, just like an athlete would. But he also put in there the physical exercise so that he would physically have the strength to carry on that battle that he had. We know that in this life, in our walk with God, that there are those times that we have to dig, if you will, dig into the Word, dig into somebody that has experience, someone that we really and truly respect. We have to go to them for that guidance and direction. In Colossians, the third chapter, the fourth verse, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also also will appear with Him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immortality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. We will be putting all of these emotions, feelings, and sins away. There will not be that in heaven. We will not be tempted as we are here where the devil is constantly working on us. Once we reach heaven, we're not going to have that issue. In heaven, everything will be perfect. And we will see Jesus Christ. We will see Him sitting on that throne. We will be there with our relatives to celebrate. Celebrate a new life. 
That's the reason when someone is baptized, it is a new life for them. That's a new birthday. The day that they are baptized is a birthday for them because now they're going to live for eternity. But we can make it a better life while we're here if we read the Bible, if we study it, if we get into it, then we, have, we can have a much better life. Also, we have the responsibility to be a witness for God. As Christians, we are called to set a good example. Earl Jowers, when we were coming in a while ago, he says, I bet you were a handful for your teachers, weren't you? Being a former teacher, he, he recognizes those things. Uh, yes, I was, Earl. <laughs> I was. But as I matured, and spent more time with God and with Jesus and the Word of God, then there's happier moments than I ever experienced before. There was never the joy that I have on a regular basis, daily basis, that I have now. Even when things are not going well, there's still a joy because I know Him and because He's always present. There are those that have been inspiration an inspiration to me. I ain't Ellen. She is one. Through all the illnesses she had, she also had a smile. She is also praising God. Another one is another relative, a cousin, Charlie Brown. Through his fight for transplant, for being physically fit so there would be a transplant, he never quit honoring God. Never. Look at Aunt Mert. What a role model she has been to us. All Saints Sunday. You know, we've got these individuals that have set an example, but we also have the responsibility to set that example. In the third chapter of 1 Thessalonians, 4th and 5th, Excuse me, it's the 12th and 13th. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as our, ours does for you. This is Paul speaking to the Thessalonians. May he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. A statement of Jesus Christ returning. He will return. In the Old Testament, they were talking about the future Messiah coming. Many, many places in the Old Testament, they talk about the Messiah. Every one of those were fulfilled with Jesus Christ. Every one of them were. So that the New Testament, when it talks about our life in the future, our life in heaven, our life with the second coming, it's just as true as the others were in the Old Testament. So each and every time they give, they, 
the disciples or the writers of the letters, whenever they give us an example, when they give us directions such as go to the Lord for your help, for your strength, each and every one of those are true. And also it is very true that there will be the coming of Jesus Christ. In 1 Timothy, the fourth chapter, beginning with the uh, seventh verse, have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tale. Rather, train yourself to be godly, for the physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promises for both the present life and for the life to come. How do we become the godly person? We become the godly person by associating with other Christians, by reading and studying the Bible, by growing as you did when you were going through school, when we have that new relationship with Jesus Christ, then we have that that rejuvenation. We also prepare ourselves for battle because we know that there's going to be a battle. The devil is going to take any and every opportunity to bring us down and to distract us. He will take any means. But through Jesus Christ and His Word and being around other Christians, we can fortify ourselves for such a battle. First chapter of uh, John, the first chapter, uh, this is First chapter of John. It is third chapter and the second verse. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All who have this hope in him purify themselves, just as He is pure. There will be that second coming. There will be that time in which we get to see our Lord and our Savior. There will be that time of joy, of celebrating, celebrating the promises that have been so vividly written in the New Testament. We will have that day. We will be victorious. All believers in Jesus Christ will go to heaven. All believers. All believers. But we've also learned that there is a crown waiting for those that really become servants of Jesus Christ. That there's a special crown in heaven for those that uh, spend their time as teachers, leaders, and promoting Jesus Christ our Lord in their life. There is that awaiting you and me. We have, we have, we have studied the word. We have studied the life of Jesus Christ. We have studied his message to us. We have 
the greatest counselor of all. So as we go through our life, we are to call on him, the, the one with, with the wisdom and the knowledge and the one that is always, always there. Let us pray. Father, thank you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. We know without you, we are nothing. Thank you for your word. For as we study the word, we become stronger. And as we become stronger, we're able to fight off the devil himself because he will attack us. Dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for your son who died on that cross for our many sins. He that was perfect died for sins, but not his. Go with each one of us as we leave your house. It's in Christ's name we pray.